I think that Anthony needs to take the V8 and put it in his Audi and then make it out. <laughs> then I'll be a hit at all the car meets at that point. And then Christian would love you because you would be punny. I, I love it as mm. well. Christian, thank you so much for the good stuff. I wouldn't say good stuff. I would say for, for the stuff, not the good stuff. Good. Christian, I'm kidding. Thank you for that. We'll talk to you coming up a little bit later. Right now, we're going to welcome in our next live guest. And we've got Jay Grimes joining us from OIDA to talk a little bit about your reaction to what went on with the FMCSA research that was just presented. Jay, thanks for being here. And of course, lots of important stuff coming out of the FMCSA. What was the initial reaction from OIDA? Yeah, great to be back with you. Uh, yesterday, FMCSA held their uh, annual analysis, research, and technology forum. Uh, kind of a update on all the research projects, uh, studies, and some regulatory updates that the agency is working on. Heard from uh, the agency leadership, Administrator Robin Hutchison, as well as uh, a, a lot of uh, folks representing the agency uh, throughout the day. I think they covered 23 different uh, projects that they're working on. A, a couple that we're really paying some close attention to is the uh, Transportation Research Board's Driver Compensation Study. Uh, this was required in the 2021 Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. And um, this is a panel uh, that's really going to be looking at uh, how drivers are paid and that impact on driver retention and, and highway safety. And, and uh, FMCSA, they're not administering uh, this study, but they are participating. And uh, let everybody know that that committee uh, has started their work. They've had a few public meetings already, uh, and we'll be continuing that work um, through at least July 2024. And um, really hope hoping that uh, this came up with some critical uh, policy recommendations uh, to Congress and DOT, Department of Labor, um, to really make sure that uh, drivers are being paid fairly and fully for all the time they spend on the job. Um, another one we heard updates on, and this is one that FNCSA is actually uh, doing the study, is uh, detention time. Certainly an issue that FMCSA ha has looked at for a long time, um, they've kind of tweaked the way they're defining detention time for, for this updated study, and we'll continue to be working on that. Obviously, another critical issue where, where drivers uh, are spending a lot of time in these loading and unloading facilities, uh, kind of waiting around to be loaded and unloaded, and again, aren't really being paid uh, for all the time they spend on the job. And did get uh, kind of a refresher on some anticipated major rulemakings that are coming up soon. Um, probably the big one that everyone's uh, keeping an eye on is this uh, next step in a speed limiter rulemaking process. We aren't exactly sure um, what's going to be in the in the notice of proposed rulemaking uh, that's coming up potentially as soon as June. Um, FFCSA did indicate that the neck, whatever that next version is, could have a, a specific speed um, for any speed limiter setting. And so we haven't seen that from FMCSA. We've seen some different options uh, in previous rulemakings, whether that was 60, 65, 68, um, kind of waiting to see which direction FMCSA goes. Um, no exact updates on when that uh, next phase in the speed limiter rulemaking will come out. Um, so we're keeping an eye on that. Uh, and then a whole bunch of different research studies that uh, the agency is working on, 
um, some truck parking stuff, certainly autonomous vehicles and uh, more research in that area as well. And Jay, I mean, speaking of some of the autonomous stuff, were there any highlights or uh, coverages around technology or implications, implications of technology that would potentially change day-to-day activities? Well, certainly, uh, we just saw kind of an updated uh, advance notice of proposed rulemaking. The, the comment period just closed, really looking at um, if some of these developers and manufacturers uh, on the technology side, should they have to notify FMCSA if they're on the road, uh, looking at inspection and maintenance regulations for level four and level five vehicles, which uh, in level five will not have a human driver behind the wheel and, and level four, which don't necessarily need a human driver. How will uh, inspections uh, take place uh, for those vehicles? And certainly a, a lot of different uh, and a lot of unanswered questions about how some of the federal motor carrier safety regulations that are, are currently in place will need to be amended or updated to accommodate uh, some of these vehicles um, down the road. And uh, it's it really hard to, you know, analyze how some of these vehicles are, are going to be adopted, uh, in the markets. And certainly FMCSA wants to do their due diligence in, in determining whether they're operating safely. And then again, that's something, uh, that we have a lot of questions about. Uh, we don't think there's sufficient, uh, data transparency from some of these companies that are, uh, testing and deploying these vehicles. And, and we want to see FMCSA uh, continue or really do a better job uh, of promoting um, transparency. So not only uh, the trucks on the road will know how some of these uh, autonomous vehicles are working, but the general public as well. That's a super important part is to get that public really on board because at the end of the day, they are the majority on the road, right? And they're the ones that are interacting with these drivers and eventually with the driverless vehicles as well. When it comes to the truck parking issue, we know that this is something that has been kind of a highlight issue for both the advocacy groups like like OIDA and now for the government itself. We saw now some legislation being tossed up in Congress and actually things, progress being made, I would almost say. When we're looking at now these reports from the FMCSA, are we finally starting to see everything kind of come into alignment when it comes to truck parking, increasing availability, making sure that it's safe, accessible, and equitable? and finally starting to see some forward movement that everybody agrees with on that? Yeah, I'm optimistic. And uh, we we heard yesterday that FMCSA uh, is in the initial stages of of looking at um, truck truck crashes at uh, at or near truck parking facilities. And uh, not surprisingly, they are starting to see uh, links between this truck parking shortage and uh, increased number of crashes. And um, certainly that's something uh, we've told them about for years. But uh, as you mentioned, uh, within the last month or so, we have seen uh, legislation uh, reintroduced in the House and Senate, the Truck Parking Safety Improvement Act, uh, to really dedicate funding to expanding truck parking capacity, uh, more than $750 million over three years to, to build truck parking spaces, create more spaces, um, really cut down on the time that drivers spend uh, looking for safe and reliable parking at the end of their shift. Um, We continue to hear uh, DOT, FMCSA, the Federal Highway Administration, uh, who really have jurisdiction on truck parking, um, continue to 
to discuss uh, how important it is uh, to address this truck parking shortage. So uh, I, I think we are starting to to really, you know, the industry has been behind this uh, for a, a long while now, and we have buy-in from a just just about every stakeholder and association. I think on, on the new legislation, um, and certainly hearing good things from DOT and FMCSA. So continuing uh, to push uh, that legislation forward, and and we're starting to see some funding uh, from DOT uh, as part of the infrastructure bill uh, from a couple of years ago as well. Jay, this forum was had an agenda for roughly around, I think, four hours or so. So definitely an expansive uh, conference or, or really information session here. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and giving us a recap and uh, showing us what was really some of the highlights here. Uh, if people want to reach out to you, get in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, OOIDA.com and FightingForTruckers.com. Get some great information, especially on that uh, truck parking legislation and makes it uh, fightingfortruckers.com will uh, make it real easy for you to contact your lawmakers uh, to support those bills. There we go. All right, Jay, thank you for that. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Right now we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Freight Waves now coming up in just a few minutes. <laughs> 